Hey, hey, bienvenidos to episode 7 of This Latina Travels. Today I'll be talking about... Yep, you guessed it, Mexico lindo. I'm so excited about this episode because I've been super lucky to have visited many different parts of Mexico at different stages in my life. For starters, let's talk about my road trip journey in 2016 to Mexico. What? That's right. My little Yasmin and I drove to Juarez, Mexico from Santa Fe, New Mexico, the state. We decided not to tell our parents till we made it back safe and sound. Probably not the best idea. I just didn't want to instill fear for no reason. Now, don't get me wrong. We did tell a handful of people where we were staying, how long we were going, and it wasn't like we were staying in the hood or in the middle of nowhere. We ended up staying in a very nice Hilton close to the border, basically Texas. I'm sure I can speak for Yasmin as well, but this was one of the best road trips ever. Let me take you through our trip. Crossing into Mexico was easy peasy. Our GPS took us right to our hotel. I parked my car in a safe lot and didn't move it till we were leaving. Yep, we literally Ubered everywhere. When we checked in, we were notified of Hora Feliz. And I remember looking at Yasmin all confused and her just smiling back at me saying, happy hour, big, duh. And let me tell you, this was no regular happy hour. There was no vouchers, no bartender. It was literal una mesa filled with tequila bottles, chasers, and snacks. Yep, my 25-year-old self was living her best life. But not for nothing, that wasn't even the best part. The breakfast at the hotel was the bomb.com. We had chilaquiles one morning. Chilaquiles is a common breakfast dish that consists of fried corn tortilla pieces simmered with salsa or mole and typically topped with cheese and sliced onions, shredded chicken, and a fried or scrambled eggs. I was in love. Outside of our Hilton hotel experience, we explored a little bit of Juarez. La Catedral de Nuestra Señora de Guadalupe in Ciudad Juarez was right next to El Mercado Juarez, which meant shopping. I need you all to remember, this was Bianca in her mid-twenties, not knowing anything about budgeting, investing, and it's not like I spent so much either. I was just starting my career with a $20,000 salary, but everything was super cheap compared to the States. I remember we went into the store called Boca Rosa, And when I swiped my card, I think it came out to $150. But we each walked out with like seven bags. Yep, this was the closest I felt to being a celebrity. Because as soon as we started walking, we had people looking at us. But I don't think it was because we looked like Beyonce. So before we jumped into our Uber, I do remember us treating ourselves to a refreshing horchata from La Michoacana a famous ice cream shop that is located all over Mexico. I have to state, this horchata cup was as big as my head, but it was so darn good. 
And one more thing you should do if you're in Juarez is attend the dinner and show at El Restaurante Viva Mexico. Don't be like Yasmin and me though. We arrived all late thinking we were gonna get a table. Make sure to get those reservations and arrive at least two hours prior to the show so you can eat dinner peacefully. Also, make sure you put the correct address so that the driver leaves you at the right place. We blame Ora Feliz. Although we didn't get to watch the show, we had a great time taking pictures at the lobby, and then we went to a club and got a whole VIP section to ourselves. Oh, my young days. Before we fast forward to the times I visited El Distrito Federal y Cancun, um, you got something to tell the audience, don't you? And we're back. Before I get started with my journey to El DF, I want to state a disclaimer. I loved it so much that the gems I'm going to share with you are from two different trips, and I would go back in a heartbeat. There's so much to do, so I'm going to do my best to summarize my favorite places slash memories. A little background. Growing up, we watched a lot of telenovelas at home. Most famous telenovelas were based in Mexico, and the Angel de la Independencia monument was always highlighted in the intro song or in different parts of the telenovela. So seeing it in person, I definitely felt like the star of my own telenovela. El Turibus is definitely something I recommend that you do the first day you arrive. It's one of those buses that has two floors with an open top. You know, the self-paced, hop-on, hop-off tour buses that are in most big cities. What I loved about this bus is that you literally create your own tour of El Distrito Federal at your own pace. We got our bus tickets in El Centro, which is known as the Zócalo. This is where the Palacio Nacional is located and also El Centro Histórico. Both are worth visiting if you have time. There's a huge Mexican flag in the middle of it all. You can't miss it. Perfect photo opportunity. The other two places that I was really lucky to visit while I stayed in El DF were the Basilica de Guadalupe and Las Pirámides de Teotihuacán. La Basilica de Guadalupe is one of the most visited religious sites in the world. Non-Catholic visitors to Mexico City might not have the Basilica very high on their list, but the Basilica and its story are an important part of Mexico's history and continue to be integrated into the daily lives of the local citizens. It is believed that 20 million people visit the Basilica each year, and 9 million of those visitors come for the Virgin of Guadalupe feast day on December 12th. I can't really describe how I was feeling being there, but it felt peaceful. It was huge, and I did a lot of walking, so make sure to wear comfortable shoes. I also couldn't help but notice how the first chapel was literally sinking into the ground. If you saw it from afar, it was like diagonal. It's scary how parts of history that are so sacred can be taken from us. If you have the time, you must head to Las Pirámides de Teotihuacán. You'll see a lot of tour companies advertise this as a day excursion, which might not be a bad idea. But if you want to see some coins and feel adventurous, there's a bus that leaves every 15 minutes from the Terminal de Autobuses del Norte. The round trip was about $5 to $7, and when you leave, 
It's exit door number five. Please note, this was information that was passed down to me and it worked in 2018. Besides exploring the treasured pyramid land filled with so much rich history, there's a restaurant called Las Grutas. It's a cave that was converted into a fancy restaurant. It's worth checking off, but save yourself some time and make a reservation a couple days in advance. Before I begin talking about my journey in Cancun, I need to bring it back to why I started this podcast in the first place. Hear me out. It has to go with this part of this trip. Growing up, vacations were never a thing. Now that I'm older, I reflect on my upbringing and I give my mom so much props on raising four girls on her own. I don't know how she did it, but there was always food on the table and we always had a roof over our heads. While there were no trips to Disneyland or extravagant beaches, we had each other which is something that I feel we take for granted nowadays. So when one of my sisters was graduating high school, I gathered my savings and said, we're going to Cancun. I also want to note, I was extremely lucky and had many Hilton points that I was able to use during part of this trip. My journey in Cancun was one for the books. It was a mix of being so happy to treat my whole family to a vacation, to seeing one of the seven wonders of the world, to being a dolphin trainer for the day, and to see my whole family take shots on a boat. Whoa, that was a whole lot. Let me break it down. I was so happy that we were going to Mexico as a family. The only place we had gone on quote unquote vacation was Bolivia, but for some reason that never really felt like vacation because we were always doing something with family, getting our visas fixed, you know what I mean. This time, we had a couple things we had in mind that none of us had ever done. Well, I lied. I had seen one of the seven wonders of the world. Shameless plug, listen to my South Africa episode if you haven't done so yet. But I had never experienced seeing one of the seven wonders of the world with my family. So we rented a car and drove about three hours from Cancun to Chichen Itza to see the beautiful Mayan ruins. It feels so unreal when you're there. Not for nothing, you're walking on sacred land. I remember walking with my sister Amy and trying to explain into words how lucky we were to be here. It also started pouring while we were there, so having a poncho handy might not be a bad idea. I decided to choose this as my cover picture for this episode because it warms my heart that we were able to plan a trip to celebrate my not-so-little sister Amy as a family. Now, for those who might not know, I'm the oldest of four girls, and from what everyone says, we all look alike and we even sound alike too. What can I say? Our genes are as strong as our bond. But we're also different, and I love that. I remember when planning this trip, I had to ask myself, what would Amy love to do? And the first thing that came to my mind was those dolphin meet and greets. So after doing some heavy Googling, we found Dolfinares in Cancun. They offered this program called Be a Dolphin Trainer for the Day. It was pricey, about $140 per person, but it included getting the behind the scene tour and learning all the basics of a dolphin trainer. For example, how they feed them and their habitat. Additionally, you would swim with the dolphins, pet them, hug them, shake their fin, and do that famous dorsal ride or foot push. It was a magical day for all of us. My highlight is when they had the dolphins hold a paintbrush 
and paint a t-shirt that was on a stand like a canvas. This was our souvenir we got to keep, but just seeing my mom and sister's joy warmed my heart. Before I wrap up my Mexico adventures, I must end it with a memory I will never forget. When my family and I did the Xochimilco tour based in Cancun. When you arrive, you see all these beautiful trajineras. Trajineras are flat bottom wooden boats painted and decorated representing different states of Mexico. During your tour in the trajinera, you will experience many nuances of Mexico. For example, the delicious foods, the open bar, the different types of music, such as mariachis, rancheros norteños, and marimba rhythms. Yes, prepare to get your dance on. The tour was about three hours long and close to $90 per person. But when I tell you it was an unforgettable evening, I truly mean it. We all danced, sang, and this was the first time I witnessed my younger sisters taking shots. Yes, alcohol shots. This was surreal to me because at that moment, I knew they weren't the little babies I used to watch over anymore. The staff was amazing, so don't forget to bring cash to tip your guide. They really make your experience unforgettable. As I finish this episode, I want you to take away these points. One, never stop dreaming. Two, take advantage of those reward points with hotels, flights, credit cards, etc. And three, it's never too late to start. With that, I leave you. Until next time, mi gente. If you're listening via Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave me a five-star rating and write me a review. But most importantly, subscribe and share this with a friend or two. Feel free to contact me if you have any questions via email at thislatinatravels at gmail.com or my Instagram at thislatinatravels. I hope you're ready for this journey because I sure can't wait to tell you more about why this Latina travels. Oh, 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 oh,